This is Nullius in Verba, a podcast about science, what it is, and what it could be. It's co-hosted by me, Smriti Mehta from UC Berkeley, and me, Daniel Lagens from Eindhoven University of Technology. In today's episode, we discuss the role of mentorship in academia. What are the characteristics of a good mentor-mentee relationship? What are the qualities of good mentors and good mentees? Does mentorship play a role in the development of scientific knowledge? And could mentors and mentees benefit from couples therapy? Enjoy. I don't choose my mentees lightly. They have to have the drive and ambition to be worth my time, the intelligence to understand the challenges they're going to face, the humility to accept my help, and finally, a life that is a bottomless swamp of chaos. Drive, (laughs) intelligence, humility, chaos, or the acronym DIHC. I'm looking for DIHC, Avery. And I'm going to take it wherever I can find it. Um, so this is a quote by Jack Donaghy. I don't know if you have ever seen the show 30 Rock. I have. Yes. Oh, you have? Yeah. Yes. I was, so- <laughs> I was wondering if this is the scientist and I thought, I, I hope not. Because, yeah, yeah. So one of my favorite, yeah, I mean, I, you know. Every time I think of like a good mentor mentee relationship, I think of like Jack Donaghy and Liz Lemon, uh, like, mm. you know, the perfect pair of like and, and what's lovely about it, of course, is that he seeks her out. He's like, I want to be your mentor. Right. Like you have what I need mm. and I'm going to help mm. you. It comes from a really honest place of like, hey, your life is a total mess, but I'm mm-hmm. the person that can help you. So I'm going to do it right. It's a sort of selfless act of like trying to make somebody's life better that comes with sort of good intentions. And his only purpose is to sort of help help her improve her yeah. life. So today's, um, our topic is sort of mentorship um, mm-hmm. and mentoring. And so I thought we could start with a little activity like we sometimes do. So mm-hmm. I'm going to list eight things and I want you to tell me if you think that these are important in a mentor-mentee relationship and if yes, like how important. I don't know. Okay. Give me like a, like whatever scale you want to use. It's up to you. Right. So I'm going to list a few things like, yeah, eight things. And you tell me, do you think this is important for a good? Okay. Yeah. All right. First, uh, kind, constant and honest communication. Essential. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Um, So so on the important for mentorship scale that I just invented, I'm going to give this a nine, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Okay. So pretty important. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Um, The willingness to work through disagreements. And difficulties. Oh, hmm. Well, no, I think we could just agree to disagree. I think it's okay, actually, in a hmm. mentorship relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, you take my advice or I take your advice when it's helpful, but we don't have to agree on everything. I'm going to give mm-hmm. it a four out of ten. Okay. All right. Um, a sense of humor. And some fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, always a nice extra, but uh, we're we're not here to to have fun. We're yeah. here to do do good research. I'm gonna give it actually even a little bit lower than. I mean, it's lovely. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not important, yeah. but it's not essential for a mentor. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna give it a two out of ten. Yeah. Okay. It's good. 
sharing life lessons with one another. Yeah, that's probably sort of at the core of uh, mm. mentorship. Like maybe not only because it's sort of your life lessons, right? You don't have to have experience. You can also just mentor in other ways. Mm -hmm. But I would say probably eight out of ten. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, pretty high. All right. Um, emotional support, validation, maybe compliments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give this really an important score. I'm, I'm sure that we'll, we'll get that honest criticism or something. Maybe that was also part of the first. But I think, yeah, support is also really important in some mm. ways. I'm going to give it a nine out of 10, I think, oh, for yeah. a good mentor. Pretty high. Yeah. Great. Um, shared goals that resonate with both both parties. It definitely helps. Yeah. Definitely helps because then you can, you know, give advice on things you also care about. And I think that's really important. But, uh, you know, maybe not essential. So mm -hmm. maybe like seven out of 10 or something. Okay. So that's good enough. Mm -hmm. Compassion, acceptance, and forgiveness. Um, <laughs> this sounds like it's also like relationship advice. I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe more than for a mentorship. Um, I find that a bit fake. I don't know what what this is. Maybe we'll get to it. But I'm gonna do do what we do in skills when we don't really know how to answer the question and sit somewhere halfway the scale. <laughs> yeah, five out of ten. I guess. I guess. And then the final one: being able to admit mistakes and talk about them. Oh yeah. Are always important always important but i think also in mentorship relationships uh, nine out of ten yeah okay sure. good so those are the eight you you almost like yeah so the <laughs> i didn't want to say anything because i didn't want to ruin the surprise but this is literally from a psychology today article 10 things your oh. relationship needs to thrive oh oh so, so anything that i scored low on is basically not thriving no, 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 no. no. So this mentorship. is this is meant to be for like romantic relationships. <laughs> like that is the point. I mean, I did, I did uh, leave out, I did leave out love, intimacy, romance, and sex because I'm like, yeah, yeah that, that, was, that probably would have been a giveaway. <laughs> it would have been a giveaway. Okay, okay. No, I. But halfway through, I thought it was you did think that, and like, it is, mm, it is kind mm, of like. Mm. But that's the point I was okay. trying to make is that well, maybe mm, this is true mm. for all relationships, right? Like they mm. need a lot of that mm. to be to be good relationships. But there is something mm. to be mm -hmm. said about how. Yeah, like a mentor-mentee relationship is almost like you need to work on it the same way you would need to work on like a romantic relationship, right? Where you have to have like open communication and clear like, oh, oh what are the expectations? What do you need from me? What do I need from you? Like a lot of that, that, that yeah. typically does not exist mm -hmm. in like a friendship, for example, right? Mm -hmm. But but probably does mm -hmm. exist in a romantic relationship and ideally probably also, you know, there's like clear, yeah, yeah clear expectations, clear communication, like that all helps making it a successful think relationship so. yeah yeah i think so especially if it's so so one thing that is interesting is sometimes you have assigned mentorships right. and sometimes they just emerge yeah mm -hmm. and i think especially if it's sort of like assigned or people match up in some more forced way mm -hmm. and this happens so sometimes people will just say well you're starting out here you should find a mentor Right. Um, and uh, somebody to help you or something. and Or yeah. there are programs that match people. Mm -hmm. And then I guess it's especially clear what the expectations are. For informal mentorship, maybe it just grows a little bit more naturally. So you yeah. sort of figure out what you have on each other. And all of a sudden you're like, hey, I guess you're sort of taking on a certain mentorship relationship or something. You just realize you have it, I guess. Yeah. And I always like, yeah, it's so odd when it's done in this sort of you're assigned a mentor mm -hmm. where it's sort of because to me, it's like 
it's so difficult to to sort of I wouldn't say like fake, but it's so difficult to sort of give like an outside structure to something that's meant to be like, hey, I care about your well-being as yeah. a as a human, mm-hmm. as a professional, mm-hmm. right? Like you can't force people to mm-hmm. to, to to feel that way about somebody. Right. So anytime no. I see these like forcing of like rules and regulations on like a mentor mentee relationship, I'm like, I don't think you understand like what how how this is supposed you know, like I I get like so in our like program, for example, they tried to have all these like mentor mentorship, like an agreement, like a documentation, like these are things we should do. And I'm like, that's all great. Like you're trying to make mm-hmm. it so that everybody mm-hmm. has like a better experience and all that. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, but so much of it is just this interpersonal, hey, I care about, you know, and mm-hmm. different people have different needs, right? Some totally. people might yeah. want somebody, right? It's it's so much more about mm-hmm. fit as it as it is about the like, oh, mentors need to be X, Y, and Z, and you need this or that. Yeah. Right? Like it's more about like, what do I need and what do the other person? And again, it's I think that yeah, like I feel like once you lose that sort of organic, like, hey, I care, like mm-hmm. it it just makes it also, yeah, like I'm not sure how successful those end up being. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the difference between an arranged marriage, right? Where you can just pick. <laughs> You know, you can pick yourself. And, uh, well, I, I um, don't, I don't know about that because arranged marriages are more <laughs> successful than so. Uh, yeah, there you go. Maybe. Yeah, no, but I think yeah, you're right. Probably, um, maybe they have some role, and it's good that people try to yeah. arrange mentorships. You know, because if yeah. people don't have them, you know, yeah. um, it's good if you create them or help people create mm-hmm. them. And I know some cases where they have been successful. I've heard stories right. of other people mm-hmm. who, uh, for example, join some program where they say, "Hey, we." help people out in terms of mentorship. And there's a little bit of choice. Um, And I was reading a a tiny bit of research on this. There's actually a lot of research on this, by the way. If you noticed, I mean, if you search the literature on mentorship in academia. Lots of stuff, yeah. We love Mm -hmm. to study ourselves for some reason. (laughs) I mean, it's almost like there's more research on this topic than mentorship somewhere outside of academia or something. We just study it a lot, it seems. Academics Um, are nothing if not navel-gazy, I will say that. Lots of just looking, yeah, at at their own stuff and, yeah. And I guess they find it quite important in terms of a topic. It can really help people, I guess, mentorship. And there's some research on this that it really does help people at certain times if you have a good mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, But I saw that the most successful, I think, is when there is a pool of people and you can choose a little bit. So you have a little mm. bit of a fit, mm-hmm. but you also have a little bit of commitment. And I could imagine that, right? If you just sign up like, hey, I have some time left. Yeah. I love to mentor people. I saw some people write this recently on social media, actually. Mm. Somebody said, hey, I have, I have some time. time left. I love mm. supporting people. You can reach out to me. And then if some people feel like, hey, this is a person I've been following anyway. I right. have the same kind of interests mm. or goals or values. Let's try it. So Maybe that's enough. Some sort of a little bit of a fit yeah. uh, between people is important. But again, it is it does feel like a sort of a finding a partner in a romantic relationship, right? Like, how do you mm. find? Yeah, like it's like sure you have a pool, but then it has to feel yeah, like like you have to have like in, like a, a sync in your communication styles and how you work mm. and you know a, a sort of alignment between what you have to offer and what the other person needs and sometimes i do think that you know especially when you're just starting out it's also hard to know what you do need help with or what Mm -hmm. kind of a you know what kind of a structure or like how much structure you need versus how much communication you need it's also hard in the beginning to know what exactly you need so it's like hard to figure out who the right people are and it's yeah, yeah how how to like get those kind of like mentorship 
relationships even going, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people will ask things like, you know, in, in like as advice, like, how do I find a mentor? And I'm and, and I wonder the same thing. It's like, yeah, well, how do you find him? <laughs> like, it's so hard to figure out how to even mm-hmm. go about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true that you need to figure out what you, your needs are. Right. What kind of mentor do you need? Yeah. Because there are all these dimensions in academia that a mentor can mentor you on. Yeah. So it can just be helping you out, like sponsoring you, for example, mm-hmm. introducing you to certain communities or maybe even uh, really just signing you up for an award where you need a certain person to sign you up. So mm-hmm. that's like sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, But there's also a lot of more advice yeah like how do i deal with this kind of situation and there i guess yeah you don't know what kind of mentor you need for yeah for your own development basically until you reached some sort of conflict or difficulty in your development right Mm -hmm. and then it's you know it's also i think good to have a format where you have multiple mentors so that you know you can't Mm -hmm. expect everybody to one person to fulfill right like because you might have people who are good with helping you do more sort of like legit like you know like figuring out time management and how to deal mm-hmm. with like which classes to take more of that sort of you know institutional knowledge and other people who might be good for like emotional support or you know making mm-hmm. sure your interpersonal well-being is taken care of and stuff like that and i think i, I in our department they did try to do a lot of making sure people were sort of required to have for example two mentors so that you have at least you know one person mm-hmm. was sort of, you know, your main person, but then you were supposed to find somebody organically, which I think is a nice way to go about it. Like you have somebody, you should also go look for other people and then try to figure out, yeah, you know, have like a group of people that like a village, right? It, it takes a village, mm-hmm. as they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely true that people have different expertises and they can help you with different aspects. Yeah. There, there are indeed a lot of categories. I didn't see that written down anywhere. I mean, they do make the point in the literature that there are different types of mentors and different types of relationships, mm-hmm. but there's not really a classification of the mentorship type. Mm-hmm. But for example, there's a one category that I like is the person you sort of went through things together with at the same time. So people that you know from, well, in my case, maybe 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. and they've always been there, regardless of how you ended up in your career, whether you Mm -hmm. were more successful or not successful, they know you before you had any success, you know, your very beginning. Uh And they can give you some perspective and advice that's pretty much independent from who you end up being or something Hmm. later, right? Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. And and they are very good in my case, for example, as sources of feedback like, hey, is this still stuff that I should care about or not? Or how do we do this right? Because they've known you for a long time. They know how you were before. Mm. And, yeah. Um, but then there also are mentors where you're like, hey, I, I need to make some sort of step or development. And you've already done this. So you're a couple of years ahead, for example. Mm. Um, and you know how this has happened for you. And you can give me your yeah, suggestions and advice. So I guess indeed there are many different roles of the kind of mentorships that people can can have or play. Yeah. What do you what what would you count are your strengths as a mentor? My strengths? Yeah. Or like yeah. Like how like yeah, how would you characterize yourself as a mentor and what might be some things that you are you think you're good at as a mentor? <laughs> like if somebody was like, Oh, am I gonna ask Daniel to be my mentor? Like what would you say, Oh, hey, if these are the things that you need, I'm the person for you. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I. so I think that when you work in academia, you rely on your own experiences. So I think the strength of um, myself as a mentor 
where I can contribute the most is by talking about things that I also experienced, that I also went through, and then maybe things that not everybody goes through during their academic um, hmm. career, basically. So, so some challenges I had when I was a PhD student, whenever I see those in someone else mm. without, you know, specifying what those were, maybe <laughs> yeah, just keep yeah. it, you know, my own yeah. challenges to myself for now. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, but you, you do see people have the same similar issues and I recognize it and I feel strongly about it because I know how it was when I went through it myself. That's interesting. Ah, it's so hard, right? I think their disciplines were... You can get very far by just being really, really competent. You can just be mm. really good at what you do and you will get really far. But then there's others where you need other people to vouch for you, right? You mm. need to know the right people and the right people need to sort of, right? Like if you're in, for mm. example, like Hollywood, right? You're in sort of film or media or journalism, right? The right people have to sort of endorse you for you to get mm. the kind of recognition that you, that you need. Mm. And I think in those disciplines, you will hear people often say things like, oh, Somebody help me out because they saw themselves in me. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I think that can become so tricky because, of course, like mm. homophily is a thing, right? People are more likely to see themselves in people who look like them, you know, superficially or, right? Um, and yeah. that's one of the things that worries me when you, because I mean, I see myself in a lot of people that don't necessarily look like me. And I feel like if we, if, if once we talk enough, I'm sure they see it too, right? Mm. Like I hang out with people that are just so drastically different from me, even though I, I recognize and they, you know, we, we recognize that we are a lot more similar than people who might look like me on the outside. Mm -hmm. And especially this comes up. I mean, of course, it's not an issue for me or somebody, right? Like, or, or for you, I guess, but like, you, you know, like. Women will sometimes say that having female mentors who can guide them on things like, you know, have children, like how to balance totally. that and do those things. Right. So I'm sure that there's an aspect of that mm -hmm. where like if you have people you can relate to on certain experience or need certain expertise that only some some people can give you, then that's yeah. super useful. But at the same mm -hmm. time, I do worry that if we keep going down this path of like focusing our attention so much on the superficial like outside how people look and people are only looking for mentorship from those people as opposed to thinking about you know mm -hmm. other things that we're all you know i mean you and i probably are not like nobody will be like oh they're probably so, but we are right we we share a lot of common interests and a lot of cut right mm -hmm. like so it's like yeah of course you so i do think it would be nice if people thought of similarity more than just how people look on the outside or on immutable characteristics, right? Because I think that the, the, I think that can lead to so much richer, richer, you know, mentor-mentee relationships if we're able to move past that. Not that that isn't yeah, important, yeah. you know. But yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But I think the the um, risk that like I see myself in you and therefore I want to mentor you. I agree. That's yeah. a bit of a tricky thing. So yeah. you're supporting things. Mm -hmm. But I think with an issue like. Um, pregnancy and deciding yeah. when mm -hmm. to have children. Yeah, I think there you're really picking mentors more on a shared experience. Yeah. but um, there can be many shared experiences like this yeah. that you recognize mm -hmm. and and sort of struggles. So let's say that I'm always interested in people who feel what well, one thing that I care a lot about is not following norms. So not doing mm -hmm. things as all other scientists mm -hmm. are doing them. So if you deviate from norms out mm -hmm. of some sort of principle, for mm -hmm. example, so that can be a struggle. It's something that I I recognize myself and I care about. And then if I see people struggle with this, then I find that a property that I think, hey, I have something that I can 
maybe help with basically mm. how to deal with that. So that's just an example. There could be others, right? Everybody has other experiences that um, they recognize yeah. in other people. But then it's a more relevant similarity and characteristic. And I think that makes for a good match of yeah. mentors. And then yeah. especially if you have a couple of people like that, right? You can find people who share yeah. certain aspects of what you're doing and what you're struggling with. Right. But and the thing is that kind of like knowing that that is the case that you share those kind of principles or value like that takes time, right? That's not mm -hmm. something you'll be able to see like once you meet somebody. You have to interact with them a little bit and see how they act in certain situations to be like, "Oh yeah, I guess we share this worldview mm -hmm. or we share these values," right? You have to see people over time acting in yeah. certain ways that tell you that oh yeah we have these shared values and shared principles and so then we can roll it right and yeah. so yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i find that interesting because it's not my experience actually no no huh no no i think it's really like it, you, you can see quick... it on people's face you were just like oh that's a person <laughs> i can i can i think so i think so <laughs> in my experience because i i see a lot of people and for example i teach a lot of people yeah. you know i travel around and then i yeah. give workshops all over the place and i meet people like that sometimes mm -hmm. um that i keep in touch with and yeah. um and i have the feeling that there is something there's something where you very quickly after a couple of comments or something you just pick things up i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's difficult oh to say oh my god yeah <laughs> but it's funny. like a first impression that is rarely wrong or something that you can because i don't know certain people that are passionate about certain things you know you can you can hear one statement and you'll pick it up you're like oh oh i hear what you're saying there this you know this small undertone of emotion while you talk about this thing interesting I mean, yeah, you, you might be right. The only thing I will say in my experience, I, I feel like when you interact with people that are very, very different from you and different, I mean, like, you know, people mm -hmm. who had completely different backgrounds, people who are like English is their second language, right? You have come, you come mm -hmm. from different cultures and stuff. There's so much like so many layers to how people communicate that you have to sort of peel before you understand. Like, I, I don't know if this mm -hmm. happens to you, but if I'm talking to like even like, a you know. I recently went mm. to visit a friend of mine um, who's South Indian and her mother-in-law was mm -hmm. there and she was she was supposed to entertain me <laughs> for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she like she can, she and I can only communicate in English, right, mm -hmm. because we mm -hmm. don't speak any other language in common. But just because mm -hmm. we're speaking the same language doesn't mean we're speaking the same language, right? It takes some time mm -hmm. to be able to figure out how she was using words and how we were both, right? So it takes, so I think yeah. when you're talking to people who are very, very different from you, I think it just takes time to understand each other a, yeah. a little bit, right? And so I think, yeah. in my experience at least, no, I think I understand. it takes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it's interesting because sometimes you make a bit of an effort to be available for people, I think. So mm. from my perspective now, Right. So right. that's one thing that I now sometimes do. So I definitely think it's important or maybe even a bit of a responsibility. And I think we mentioned this somewhere earlier before, but I feel a little bit of a responsibility to pay things forward. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a position yeah. that I can help other people out. And I have benefited so much from help when I was younger. You know, mm -hmm. I needed it in some ways and people were available. So I feel like that's a great thing to do. And it's a lot of fun. You know, yeah. you meet interesting people. Academics are generally mm -hmm. very nice people to interact with anyway. Yeah. Um, Unless so, they're on Twitter. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on on exactly. Twitter, everybody's an asshole. But other than that, they're kind of nice. Yeah. But in real life, you know, <laughs> people often are just really nice. Um, yeah. So so it's fun to interact with people. and But you can't interact with everybody. Right. Right. Yeah. So you have to figure out, I mean, you don't have the time. Yeah. Uh, there might be more people who want to 
talk to you than you mm-hmm. can talk to basically so um but yeah so there's this one thing where you can sort of recognize things and you're like okay wait there's something going on here and it would be good to reach out so you mm-hmm. can make a little bit of an effort so that's one way where mentorships can um emerge from you know that i actively think this person i think is struggling with something and i'll just check in like how how's yeah. this thing going you know if you have a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. about something uh, sometimes i'll just reach out a little bit later like hey how did this resolve or something is it fine mm-hmm. maybe that's a starting point that you keep talking about some things but sometimes when i have mentorships they typically emerged more over time uh, yeah. you didn't really realize yeah. that somebody was becoming a mentor sort of mm-hmm. for you but you just realize it after a while and uh, yeah also there, it's interesting to see how this goes. So there's a um, person who is probably responsible for me being in academia, I would mm. say. Uh, and uh, this is the, my master thesis supervisor when mm-hmm. I was a student. And yeah, he was looking back because you don't realize this as a master student, you know? Um, you, you're like, okay, this person just asks stuff and keeps following up and mm-hmm. says, hey, maybe we should work on your thesis and get it sent to this conference and you're like why would i go to this conference i have no idea you know um and um because i remember in this case this uh, person dunker dame is his name Mm -hmm. and um he worked in Leiden university where i was and i Mm -hmm. remember him saying when i graduated he said yeah and you know i wouldn't be surprised if you end up in science and i remember thinking at the moment like I would be surprised. <laughs> you know, they're like, <laughs> yeah. I, that's not what I see. I mean, uh-huh. I couldn't, couldn't imagine that I was doing this. And yeah. I was taking a year off to work in elderly care. Mm-hmm. I had decided that I wanted to do that before mm-hmm. I decided what I wanted to do mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And and he kept me sort of, you know, in contact, reaching out, nice. saying, hey, let's mm-hmm. go to this national conference. Maybe you want to talk about your master thesis. Mm-hmm. And looking back, it's so much like mentoring somebody mm-hmm. in interaction. You know, like, why yeah. would he do this? Because he has many master students and stuff. So I don't know. And eventually he he regrettably died quite young Mm. and then the national psychology social psychology organization there's Mm -hmm. one in the netherlands Mm -hmm. named the mentorship prize after him basically or a junior scholar prize or something and you realize like so this person was like this for so many people you know that the moment they died people are like yeah he did this for so many people it was really interesting to see so so that's an example where you don't realize you're you get a mentor it just sort of evolves over time Um, right but super valuable of course yeah god those people are so great and it's not it's not like there's any yeah it's such a selfless act right and it's not like you get anything on your resume as a result of it i mean maybe for some people right if they're pushing right but right but for the most part it's stuff that you're you're doing something just to help people out um it's and it's a nice point because i really think there is no yeah um, benefit appreciation for it for, in yeah. terms of career benefit right. really yeah i mean because this person let's take this dunker dame as an mm-hmm. example there's nothing on his resume yeah. that uh, you know maybe he liked the fact that you know we kept in touch for a long right. time and i was a phd student i think mm-hmm. i started out as an assistant professor even mm-hmm. he was still alive so he did see some development and he must have gotten some personal pleasure from seeing yeah. people develop and sort of you know find their way and mm-hmm. knowing somewhere like yeah i played a little bit of a role in that i guess that's that's enjoyable you know yeah. but uh, not a career benefit definitely not not a career benefit at all and so that's what i wanted to ask you next is like what do you think mm-hmm. is the role i mean he sort of encouraged you and may- maybe in some ways had a direct impact on you staying in science or pursuing science which i think we can agree that it's broadly been good for science so would <laughs> you say like what what do you think is the role of mentorship 
in science? Yeah. Like, does it matter? Or do you think people who are good at it will just be good at it no matter what kind of mentorship they get? Or how big of a role do you think it plays in in sort of, yeah, pursuit of good science? Because sometimes, I mean, back in the day, right, with, with the mm -hmm. stuff like p-hacking and stuff, those were a lot of the times the mentors pushing their students to do what we now know is just bad science, right? So it could go true either way, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because we're talking about mentorship as if it's always positive. Positive, but it can yeah. Also it be, can also be, you know, you negative. can have a mentor that really pushes you too hard to work too hard or to do, yeah, questionable things. things. That definitely happens. Yeah, as well. or some so people, I mean, will actively sabotage, you know, the careers mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. their or try to sabotage the careers of their students. So could go either yeah. way, right? No, exactly. And I guess that's still mentorship, but people point out some, you know, positive aspects of mentorship right. and some negative. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it plays a role for just good science, good science, I don't even know what good science is. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I try to question. promote certain yeah. things that I think make sense, but I know at the same time, there are other people who would say other mm -hmm. things. But let's just say that there are, like, I think mentorship plays an important role in giving people the ability to continue on in science when things are getting difficult mm. and helping people to you know get over hurdles in some way and allowing them to develop themselves however that ends up being you know mm. and of course people uh, feel like we just said certain people with certain values or certain experiences they will feel a bit more drawn to whether there will be a better fit mm -hmm. so in a way i guess you're trying you will end up mentoring people with shared values or something you know right. which you hope is good for science but um, but overall i think even even if they don't do whatever you think is good science if you helped somebody over this hurdle i think that is good for science if they're talented right mm -hmm. but anyway some people who you think would make a good academic sometimes struggle getting there and then i think helping people out is really useful mm -hmm. yeah really important uh, and i I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe uh, I have this hope that when you die, somebody's going to say exactly what I just said about Dunker Down, basically. You know, yeah. that's sort of the hope, I guess, if you mentor people that they say, yeah, this was really important. But it is true. You know, it does. Yeah. It does happen all the time. Yeah. And do you think you were a good mentee? <sighs> yeah, that's interesting. Like what makes a good mentee? Mm -hmm. But I think taking people's advice seriously, but also being grateful for what people do. Because the moment that you figure out that somebody's really doing something mm -hmm. for you, yeah, I don't know. I, I have this very strong feeling of gratitude for many people who helped me along the way. There are yeah. a couple of other people who did things, you know, like when I struggled to write up a paper because I didn't get enough support from people who were supposed to support me at mm -hmm. the time. And I know, I remember reaching out to people and they just completely selfishly said, mm -hmm. come over, we'll talk this through. And, you know, really helping you out in a way. And and those people just like, they can't do anything wrong forever, I think, you know? Whenever I will meet those people, this this is such a strong, positive impact. Mm -hmm. Even, this is just a moment of kindness. I mean, right. maybe these people literally took an afternoon in 2005. Mm -hmm. And and I'm still grateful for this stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, some gratitude, I think. You don't have to have it, but I think it makes it nice, you know, that you oh, look yeah. back to people and you're like, yeah, you really yeah. helped me, like being grateful. And and I think verbalizing is also important, right? A lot of people mm -hmm. probably feel that way and they don't say it, right? Mm -hmm. Even though they mm -hmm. might think that way. But it's like for the people who are doing it, I mean, they're, they're obviously hopefully not doing it to get that, you know, um, no. that kind of input or that kind of, you know, verbal recognition, but it's always nice, right? It's always nice when somebody is grateful and appreciates like what you've done, even though it might be like, oh, it's, you know, it's not that big a deal, but it's like, it's yeah. nice to get, yeah, appreciated for 
the stuff that doesn't end up on your resume, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, we're talking as if I'm the only person who's mentoring uh, people. But I think the interesting thing of mentorship is it works in all sorts of career stages and all sorts. Of, I mean, you don't only mentor downward, basically, you know, mm -hmm. like or more junior people or, right. you know, people who are earlier in their career. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think it works all sorts of ways. Right. So um, depending on some sort of expertise that you have or insights right. that you have or um, like I can talk to people and then let's say I'm getting old, for example. I'm getting old. I say it all the Every, time. But everybody I'm getting is old. getting old, Daniel. Everybody's that, getting old. That's but I, how it works. <laughs> yeah. But I realize, for example, that you also uh, get uh, not idealistic anymore. You lose uh, a little bit. Jaded. Of, the word is jaded. Yeah, not even jaded, but it's just like, yeah, do I really want to get all worked up about this? I've already done this like a decade ago. Mm. I got worked up about this a decade ago. Do I still want to do this? Uh -huh. And then young people can just really inspire you and be mm. like, no, yeah, you should care about this stuff. This is important. And then you're like, yeah, damn it. Yeah, you are right. You are right. Mm. This is important. I yeah. should care more about this. Mm -hmm. That is an example where often younger people, um, yeah, now I guess sort of mentor you. I mean, you know, mentoring. It's sort of like being a role model or showing mm. things. And, and you're like, yeah, this is important. And sometimes you just talk things through with them. And they right. will say, but yeah, but Daniel, don't you realize that you are in a position to do something about this mm. more than... And you're like, yeah, damn it, you're right. You know, I, I consider that almost mentorship. So anyway, mm. so I guess my question is the, the same for you. Like, mm -hmm. what are your... experience? Did you already have experiences where you're like, yeah, I think maybe this counts as mentorship as well? Um, you mean downwards or upwards? Like I definitely anyway, have not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not that big up mostly because I'm just like <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm not I'm in no position to tell mm -hmm. anybody uh, what mm -hmm. they. I mean, I try to help people when I can um, if it's if there's an opportunity for it. But um, actually, with, with like practically with like science related or like research related stuff, I'm just like I just have no idea what I'm doing. So that <laughs> I don't do. Yeah. Um. But also not students, for example, mm -hmm. students that have questions about how, I don't know, maybe even to become a PhD student. You, know, you can men mentor people into, yeah, which like, I this, have. Is, this is how it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've you know, the, the people that I can help, I've helped, you know, people with mm -hmm. their applications and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, do yeah. th offer that kind of help and read through their statements and offer feedback on that. Mm -hmm. And so stuff like that, when I can, mm -hmm. I definitely... Um, tried to do it but not not a whole lot no you know hmm. <laughs> nobody's looking no at well, me it grows help. over time yeah. that's also true of course <laughs> yeah. you get more opportunities as yeah as it things move forward in your career that's definitely true yeah so you have yeah so i would say yeah not a whole lot of experience and the other way well you know i i give unsolicited advice to anybody who will listen so <laughs> <laughs> So mm -hmm. if anybody's you know accepting it, I think uh, if you if you want to count that as mentorship, then sure. And what do you think of the differences between people in terms of what kind of mentorship they want? Because there are these recommendations of what makes good mentorship, right. things that people should do, like the list that you mentioned for a relationship. But there are many of these papers. I saw many of them, like advice for good yeah. mentorship and things that you should be doing and shouldn't be doing, and you know, or things that people value themselves. There was a nice research recently where people have a couple of dimensions that are important in mentorship like yeah i'll just mention some so that we know what kind of dimensions these are but so the first top four of things that um, people point out 
people appreciating good mentorship are the first is openness, honesty, and transparently. The second, valuing, trusting, and respecting Mm -hmm. mentees and their experience. Third, enabling the transition to independence while maintaining Mm -hmm. support. Mm -hmm. Lovely. And the fourth is enabling career advancement and supporting diverse career options. Mm. Yeah, and I guess when I read a list like this, I guess, yeah, this applies to some people, but also not to many other people. Like there's so much individual variation in the things that people need feedback on, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I there's a similar paper that I was reading called the effective, uh, an effective doctoral student mentor wears many hats. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned also like a few of these buckets and they're, they mentioned like an effective mentor provides technical support. So like scholarly mm-hmm. writing, research methods, managerial support, so goal setting, mm-hmm. time management, and then emotional support, um, like encouragement and stuff like that. So kind of the mm-hmm. same. Yeah. So I remember there was this um, one of my favorite professors from college was this philosophy professor um, in my community college, Dennis Holden. And he once um, he's he was my I think some of my favorite professors were people who bake in life mm-hmm. advice as mm-hmm. they're teaching you mm-hmm. about something. Um, and I think it might <laughs> just be easier to do in philosophy courses. But anyway, he was mm-hmm. once telling us like that we were talking about like vagueness and stuff or arguments. I can't remember exactly what. And he said that once my you know, you get like these phone calls from people who are doing surveys, like, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the phone. It's like for some reason my wife picked it up and they asked her, like, how satisfied are you with your like husband's involvement with the household, <laughs> with the kids? And then and he was like and and he was like and being my wife, you know, she asked the person on the phone. She's like, but like, what do you mean? Because I could be the person that, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. he's like, totally, you know, we only see him like, you know, once a week, but that's the kind of involvement I want. So I'm totally satisfied Mm -hmm. with it. Or he's like, Mm -hmm. they're all the time in my, you know, getting in my way. And I'm just like, get the hell out of here. And I could be totally not satisfied. Right. So like, what exactly is it that you're trying to get? And he's like, the person must be some college kid just going like, uh, I don't know. I'm just like (laughs) reading off these. (laughs) 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 I can't help you with these measurements, you know, validity issues. Um, But so that's what it reminds me of. Right. It's like, how satisfied are you? depends on what it is that you need and i'm actually mm-hmm. not sure at least early on it's sort of hard to know what you might need help with but i do think um i do think that everybody in academia could benefit from a little bit of sort of these like i mean being an academic especially in like a psych type department it's almost like running mm-hmm. a small business at least in the US mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. which i don't think mm-hmm. is ever explicitly like something that you get help on or guidance mm-hmm. on or like nobody like walks you through hey this is what it's going to be like so i think yeah. that that's something that people don't mm-hmm. realize that they need help with and i think people could just benefit early on from being like hey this is kind of yeah. how the system works these are the kind of things like you it will be like running a small business so you have to have some mm-hmm you know, skills and, you know, who couldn't use some sort of time management and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. But I think definitely some of those sort of more, yeah, like, like logistic type, like technical things that you don't realize you would need help with later on would be useful for everybody, I think. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because, you know, you have to figure out what your role is in a certain place. And yeah, so this is the real technical applied kind of stuff, guiding people through Mm -hmm. what it is like and what you need. So the practicalities. Um, And then, yeah. I guess there are a couple of other ways that mentors can play a role. And another one is sort of emotional support. Yeah. So you don't have to explain anything, but you just have to say, yeah, 
you know, I understand or or even <laughs> I mean, I, I think emotional support. Yeah. But one thing what? is just showing some interest can right. already be um, a good a starting form point. of. Yeah. See, emotional support is kind of interesting. And maybe this is also like an American thing, but I do feel people at least I think sometimes people can be reluctant to give like critical feedback because they think mm -hmm. that that will upset their students or they have to like mm -hmm, wrap mm -hmm. up. Like I will sometimes get people try to like give feedback and it's all wrapped up in these mm -hmm. like flowery language of like, oh, this is so mm -hmm. great. And I want to start mm -hmm. by and I'm just like, I don't need that. Like, don't patronize me, <laughs> you know, just yeah. like I would yeah. much rather get like direct like, hey, you know, this is how you can improve, you know, which is nice. And some people do it, mm -hmm. you know, I I've had mentors who would do it really well where they will start by saying, oh, you know, like they will w come watch mm -hmm. me give a presentation and they will send an email like right after. And be like, okay, these are the things that I liked. They will list them very nicely. And then these are the things you can improve. And to me, it's like, oh, that is so great, right? It's mm -hmm. so great if you can be sort of clear and, you know, direct about it. Like, these are the things that were good. And now I'm going to tell you the things were good. And you don't have to go through all this, like, you know, trying to, like, massage, like, you know, um, your way through. And so I do think it depends on communication styles, which, again, I'm not sure... I'm not sure you know what how what works for you unless you've had some experience with it, right? Mm -hmm. Or even like working styles, right? Like you might be somebody that really prefers sort of hands off and like I just want to prefer to do yeah. things on my own. Or you might be somebody that's like, no, I would like to meet like every week and actually discuss things and do all of that. The problem is, of course, you don't know what like if you've never been in the workforce, for example, right? Yeah. Like you would not yeah. know what style is works for you unless you've had some experience. So I think at least for like early yeah, mm -hmm. grad students, for example, mm -hmm. it can be difficult yeah. to know yeah. what style works for them because they have no experience no. working, you know, with working styles. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I think it's just as difficult for a supervisor. So I think, you know, one form of mentorship is, of course, supervising PhD students. Yeah. And then you're sort of supposed to mentor them through the whole research process. Mm -hmm. But there it can just be exactly this difficult. Like, how should you give criticism to people, you know? Right. Yeah, so some people can take like, this is just wrong, go and fix it or yeah. something as criticism yeah. and it's good enough and some, some people not. But also like if things are not going well, that is quite difficult, you know. Yeah. Uh, and people respond in very different ways and if you think, okay, things are not going well, which sometimes mm -hmm. just happens. Yeah. But the way that you then correct this, mm -hmm. whether that's even possible, so guiding people through this, that is such a tricky sort of business. And yeah. then there I feel that to go yeah. to couples therapy yeah <laughs> yeah and and both sides don't really know what the right approach is right. Yeah. you know what to do or where or how to get through it and there are all sorts of limitations so sometimes it can be like mentoring can be a, a difficult experience and i think yeah. um you don't think about this from the perspective of the supervisor when you're a phd student mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that you're like, you know, but I, I can come home and I can talk to my wife about, well, so, you know, I'm trying to get this done or something, you know, we have this issue, we just can't get through it. I don't mm -hmm. know, you get, sometimes you get a bit frustrated as a yeah. mentor as well. You're said like, okay, I tried this, it still didn't work. I tried this, it didn't work. I really don't know what to do at this point anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and probably the other side is just as frustrated that things are not working out, but they also don't know how to be guided towards, yeah, yeah. Out, out of some sort of challenging situation. So, so, but it's interesting because I think from when you're a PhD student, you typically just think, yeah, 
the the person who's mentoring me Should they know, know what the they're right. doing or yeah. something mm-hmm. yeah but they also don't know they are also frustrated about it so both sides yeah but we don't often talk about it to the same people you don't talk so yeah maybe couples therapy would be interesting <laughs> you know yeah. where you really but i don't think we i don't remember doing this but we have actually uh the second best thing and that's just uh, therapy among supervisors so we have a, a meeting like a group Oh. Yeah, hmm. our department wow. organizes meetings. I think they do it twice a year or How maybe at that? least once yeah. a year. And like and a- all supervisors <laughs> are there. Nice. You know, it's yeah. it's a support group. It's a support group Very for cool. yeah, for, for supervisors. supervisors. <laughs> for PhD mentors, I guess. Yeah. And but it but it is also super useful because then of course you have yeah, peers who you can who can mentor you through how to mentor people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they will be like, oh, yeah, I had, I had a student once. This was really tricky. But, you know, in the end, we ended up you know, sort of on this. Maybe you can try that or maybe you can try this. So you get some suggestions on how to deal with situations or just like, yeah, this person is not going to, you know, we, we can. So people start, but not everybody continues their PhD. It's a four-year period, but there's yeah. a period in between, like after nine months, where you, mm-hmm. nine-month evaluation where you can say, is just not going to work out, which sucks for everybody involved. You yeah. know, you'd never want to be in that situation, but sometimes you have to. Yeah, and then people can also help out how to deal with, yeah, those difficult things. And yeah. there I think, yeah, it's of course super nice to have a, and that is, I guess, an informal mentor structure. Somebody just created those meetings. You don't have to go, but people seem to really find it valuable because mm-hmm. everybody shows up and discusses cases. And uh, it's also an interesting way. Yeah. And it just goes to show, as I was saying, right, so much of it, like, this is an interpersonal dynamic that you have to navigate, mm-hmm. right? Like, how do we deal with, right? Because it, if it was just like technical issues that you need help with, that would be so straightforward, right? But it's yeah. not. It's about this, like, fit of, like, what are your emotional needs, but also, like, your technical needs. And you do, do, do our working styles match? Do our communication style match? Like, a lot of that sort of interpersonal mm-hmm. dynamic and I, I think you're totally right that people sort of forget the sort of emotional tax that it can have on the mentees it's almost like teaching right like your students often when you're a teacher or even with younger kids like your mm-hmm. students don't realize how like how difficult it is for you <laughs> they're just there like oh why aren't you like why isn't everything perfect right why aren't you like doing everything yeah. for me without you know sort of acknowledging that it's very hard for the teachers right and it's and sometimes you're in situations I remember having a meeting sometimes with like where the like sometimes you do see cases where the professors realize or the you know the the mentors realize that their mentees need something that they cannot offer them mm. right and to me it's yeah. always like and but why don't like men- mentees also acknowledge that that must be a hard position to be in right even as mm-hmm. a teacher i've been there where you're like yeah you i know that my students would like something else for me that i can't give them and that's so yeah. unpleasant right it's so unpleasant yeah. to be in that position where you're like i know you need something and I'm not, I cannot give that to you. And it's, it's uncomfortable, right? It's not, it's yeah. not good. So yeah. I think like just being, yeah, more mindful of like, yeah, it's a, it's a hard job for the mentors as well to navigate. Yeah. I think that's important to keep in mind. Yeah. yeah. What, what you say that you need something else. So that's super rational. But what's also interesting is that as a mentor, I mean, you try to do a really good job, yeah. I guess. I mean, let's just say, but at least when I mentor people, like I, I really take this quite seriously, yeah. I would say. I invest a lot of time in yeah. it. And I think it's important and I like it. It's not that, you know, mm-hmm. nobody forces me, but I really, you know, care about people that I'm supervising, for example, that yeah. I have responsibilities for. And some people that I have no responsibilities for. But you try your best. And sometimes, but definitely as a supervisor of PhD, sometimes you, you're you not enough, of course, yeah. you know? I mean, but you sort of want to be, maybe. You're yeah. like, but I'm your supervisor. <laughs> you can come to me with everything. <laughs> yeah. 
and and you sort of know that that's not yeah. true but then seeing you so sometimes you can see that your mentees or your phd students i mm. guess uh, in this specific case they get other mentors yeah and then do you get jealous daniel well, this is interesting, right? So you're like, why, why are you talking to why this person about all this stuff? Me? Like, you could talk to me about this, right? And then you have to be like, oh, I guess not. I guess not, you know? So sometimes you just realize exactly what we said. Like, you know, there are different needs. You need right. multiple mentors. So on a rational point, that all makes yeah. sense. But then one of your PhD students is like, you know, running off with someone else. You're like, what What do they have that I don't have? You're like, yeah, okay, I guess, you know? Um, yeah. And that's interesting. So, I mean, I've never... You know, I've never said like, hey, what are you doing talking yeah. to this other person? And I think I, I tried to support it, you know, because yeah. I realize it. But it is interesting. Yeah, you do get jealous is a big word, but you're just like, okay, yeah. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. Aww. I guess so. Okay. You know, <laughs> which is, of course, totally rational. But uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. A, it is an experience that I, I do uh, recognize sort of or yeah. So, Daniel, before we end, then I just wanted to ask you, even though you've sort of done it already, I did want to ask if there's you want to give a shout out to. A mentor who's, you know, been mm-hmm, helpful, mm-hmm. been had had a big impact on your career or your life. Um, mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm, mentioned mm-hmm. your ma- master's thesis advisor um, yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, and I'm happy because, I mean, uh, our podcast is, of course, about, you know, we talk about old stuff most of the time. Yeah. Not this episode, but most of the time. But yeah. it, at least he regrettably but okay already yeah. died so it feels okay to talk about people yeah. uh, in yeah. that sense uh-huh. instead of people who are alive but there's another thing about it and that's i mean i was a student yeah i almost don't even want to say it but like i was his master student in 2000 i think mm-hmm. 2001 or mm-hmm. something so it feels like a very long time ago know, which yeah. it is but but i also think that when you look back you start to recognize that what somebody has done was sort of mentorship related you know mm-hmm. or mentoring you and i think um when you're in it, you don't always recognize that somebody is doing this. Uh, that's an interesting thing. And actually now, for example, if you ask me who's mentoring you, I can think, wait, who is actually doing quite a lot to make me succeed in my career? And mm-hmm. well, for example, I think that the dean of my faculty, mm. you know, I never really thought about her as a mentor in mm-hmm. some way, but she has been ridiculously supportive mm-hmm. now that you think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I hope she's not, oh, maybe she should listen anyway, but <laughs> but I guess so, yeah. you know? It's kind of, kind of interesting that yeah. you think about it. You're like, actually... Um, so you don't reflect on it a lot and then it often takes some time and mm-hmm. then there's something that makes you reflect, look back and you're like, hey, how did I get to this point? You're like, oh, that person really was helpful, you mm-hmm. know? But I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess the thing is probably a lot of people all the time, you know? There's so many people who are supportive. I mean, that's how I feel it in any yeah. case. And I have a lot of, again, people that I've known for maybe 15 years that help me out. I have a lot of collaborators that I talk to regular basis that help mm-hmm. me out. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um very grateful actually for a lot of people that I'm not going to name because that's like too soft. I'm not into that. But uh, <laughs> um not publicly here. They're they're my friends and mentors, but but yeah. all the time basically, all the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, how about yeah, then I'll just ask the same like how about you? Yeah, I mean, the one person that really stands out to me, and I mean, I think I've I will say this like, is just why you asked the question. Let's be honest. No. You just want to thank your mentor on our <laughs> yeah, podcast. So, yeah, I yeah, you can do. go. You can I go about do. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I will say I've recently now reached a stage where I do think there are a few people who I think really care about my personal you. professional <laughs> about me. Yeah, no, I no, I'll be honest. Yeah, and like, your your that, professional success. Yeah, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. has just not been the case throughout most of my you know adult mm-hmm. life. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, you, I mean, you are one of them, obviously. 
who've been sort of super helpful and super, I mean, you know, you've done so much. You, That's you fine. Know. Blah, blah, blah. We've yeah, got yeah, this yeah. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> move, moving on, moving on. And then yes. there are a few other people, Rina, that I've, that, I, that I've actually found <laughs> informally <laughs> at, you know, at Berkeley, for example. And what's <laughs> interesting <laughs> about a lot of the people that I do sort of now count as mentors were people that I just, we didn't get along in the beginning. There were people who were like... <laughs> They were like, you okay. are wrong. And I'm like, you're an asshole. And we're just like, you know, butting heads. <laughs> and then we end up in this like, well, like, okay, yeah, we actually do share the same kind of value. It's kind of interesting that I end up there. Mm. But the one person that does stand out from like early, early mm. in my college career was my actually English professor in, mm. in my at my community college, Dr. Catherine Rogers, who was mm. so helpful. And she actually got me started with research, like even though she, okay. you know, she was mm. the head of the mentor, the honors program at my community college. Mm-hmm. And I actually started yeah. doing research, independent research, like back, you know, in my first year of community college as a result of mm-hmm. her. And she always encouraged um, me to pursue that and was so, yeah. so instrumental in um, mm-hmm. what I ended up doing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so weird, it's, right? Like, it, like it's so it's odd nice. that it shows up in like weird places. It's always showed up. Yeah. It's never been like a clear yeah. thing for me. It's always showed up in like places where you would not expect um you know yeah support and mentorship but i think that's what a lot of the times makes it uh yeah so precious yeah yeah and and if you think so in the end i wonder you know i mean um let's say this person must be pretty um somewhere somewhere in the end of their career maybe yeah. or something mm-hmm. you know now yeah. i guess yeah. it's yeah. a while ago yeah. Yeah. i mean maybe not maybe there were no no she, yeah. Many no, years no, ahead, no. But... she was uh quite yeah much much older. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so at a certain moment you look back and i wonder if we look back which is difficult to say, but at the end of her career, like what do we feel is the most valuable contribution? And I, I have the feeling that many people actually yeah. then start to say, well, you know, mentoring younger people was really an uh, important part of what I've done. And and it must have been, must be very grateful or sort of, yeah, a very nice experience to have somebody say, you know, my English teacher. My English professor. The community yeah. professor at, yeah. at, at community college was really important. Yeah. I mean, and she was, I mean, she taught at Yale before that. I mean, she was not, yeah, she was a fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic professor. Um, mm-hmm. And I do, and I wonder, but I do wonder whether it's people who like teaching that will say that. Right? I think yeah. people who care about teaching mm-hmm. might be more like, you know, fall in that sort of like bucket of people who care more about helping the younger generation and actually, you know, passing things on. So I do think, right? No, I'm not sure. I'm not You're sure. You're not sure? Maybe. Hmm. No, I think it's I think it's a very general thing. I don't know. Maybe maybe hmm. I'm completely biased here, but I think for researchers as well, they would do it maybe, you know, in other ways. But they You think so? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. I guess hmm. it's an empirical hmm. question. We should ask. We yeah. should ask people, you know, like yeah. uh, at the end of their careers, like what what was it? And then I think they will often say, yeah, what's memorable? Maybe this one, you know, maybe they have their one paper or something. Yeah. But I think these these things, yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah. well, because yeah. I do think, you know, it's, the, and the reason I say it is because like mentorship, just like teaching, to be good at it, you have to be emotionally invested Mm-hmm. in the well-being of the people that mm-hmm. right like your mentees or your students and not everybody like a lot of people who are like superstars like they just care about their own work and their own research and their own mm-hmm. publications right so to be mm-hmm. able to do mentor well and to be able to teach well i think you need to have enough capacity to 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 be emotionally invested in other people's success sure. and yeah. their well-being and i don't think yeah but we just said how nice all these fellow academics well, are not all of them time. not all of them not all of them but, I, I know, <laughs> but a lot of but them I, I think yeah yeah you're right yeah you're no right. but i think and also because there's such a diversity of who you can mentor and what people need i think most people will have mentor relationships that 
everybody involved in the relationship really appreciates. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Even maybe even I don't know people who you don't like or think <laughs> you don't like, and then end up being your mentor. Even those people. Yeah. No. No. I think uh, it would be interesting to well, figure out. We like out, each other but, now. Yeah. But I, what I was saying is that the people who look back and say that their biggest, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. W- one of the more, more important contributions that they had was their, you know, the, the mentorship that they gave and the stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I think those and some people, people are like, no, I don't care about all those people. Yeah, I care, I care about, about my you know, the awards it. that I won mm-hmm. and my, you know, 100,000 citations or what have you. Um, I don't think that happens. No, I don't really. No, I well, don't really don't think that happens. No, I don't think so. Uh, much. You're no, being nice. No. Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but I also think maybe I can um, mentor you on the realities of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your your role. Sometimes I get too, you know, too I, I get too yeah. much faith in people. You drag me back to the real world. That's a very important role. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Nilius in Verba. Our theme song is Newton's Cradle by Grand Brothers. If you have any thoughts, feedback, or comments you'd like to share. You can reach us over email at nelliusinverbapod at gmail.com or our social media accounts at Mastodon or Twitter. In this episode, we discussed a few topics related to mentorship and what good and bad mentoring might look like. In the next episode, we'll discuss a famous article by psychologist Richard Nisbet called The Anti-Creativity Letters, which highlights, in a roundabout way, what it takes to motivate a mentee to do creative work. We hope you will join us.